So I'm going to call it Home is where the heart is. Oh God, I love the English. Oh God, I love the English. That's true, you do. I'm driving in on my scooter. Just driving London. I'm driving, driving on, my, on my scooter. You can go driving in on my scooter. You know, just driving London. Hello, welcome to the To Be Honest podcast. This is me and Emily again. Hi, Emily. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, back for another episode. Excited to have not been cancelled from all podcast networks at this point. We're doing Even though I've well. been swearing. Yeah, we've been trying really hard to get cancelled, but it's really difficult, apparently. <laughs> we're not Qatar. We're not, ooh, <laughs> we're not Qatar. Yeah. There's something, there's, that's a whole lot. <laughs> that's not the theme of the episode, but that is, um, that is an important point. <laughs> Yeah, so this week, this episode, we wanted to cover a different topic, as is always the case. And again, it's just one of those that me and Emily as ourselves, um, as individuals and as friends, basically, um, spend a lot of time talking about, particularly relevant because of who we are, where we live, where we come from. Um, and I think where that do you come a... from? Where do you, where go? Do you go? Oh, my, it can't be. <laughs> Sorry. A... It's not going to be a deep intro now because no. we've got Cotton Eye Joe reference. <laughs> Yeah, so essentially for this episode, um, we just wanted to talk about the topic of home, which sounds like a simple one, but yeah, I think as always, like once you dive into it, it's probably not going to be simple. So yeah, we'll use that as our, our frame for the episode and we'll basically see where we end up, which is probably somewhere that we don't intend and mean to go, but I think that's the beauty of this. I'm already struggling with what to say to that, like what is home? Yeah. But I think it's a difficult one to just start out, right? Because you're like, okay, well, obviously at home. Because when I, whenever I, whenever I go to work or I go for drinks or dinner, I'm like, yeah, I'm going home. That's it. Like that phrase is sim- super simple to mm-hmm. say, I'm going home. But no one ever asks you beyond that, really, right? I mean, as Taylor said, home is where your heart is. Home is where your heart is. <laughs> what does that even mean? As for me, my heart is in different places. So I'll ask you then a question to help you beyond the fact that oh yeah I'm going home when I go home where do you feel most at home and can you describe the feeling when you're there if you would have asked me the question half a year ago it would have been different to know mm, so for now it's well, that's difficult the thing for me is that I don't really know and it's not here so where is here just for everyone okay so yeah we both live in Germany south of Germany um, Nuremberg and I've lived here my whole life and I was born here um, my parents live close to Nuremberg I've always had friends here work uni school everything my dad is from Scotland he's from Inverness and we used to go there quite a lot when I was little and then when I grew up I've been there maybe two or three times by myself and visited family and friends and spent some time there um and whenever I was in Scotland, it was very, very hard coming back to Nuremberg. And I always felt not only sad, but just torn and as if everything that was here in Nuremberg wasn't quite enough. Even though before I left on holiday or to visit friends, I 
I always felt alright. I had friends here, my whole work uni situation and I and I love that. I've never been in a better place at work. I've got amazing colleagues and I love what I'm doing every day. I really I don't mind going to work, I don't mind going to uni. But yeah, so recently that really that feeling became even stronger and um this year losing some friends here made it even harder coming back from the UK and like kind of I feel very yeah dumping on our last episode very lonely because somehow the feeling of home is not here anymore or that it's not connected to this place it's not connected to I don't want to say the people because I've got lovely people in my life but it doesn't feel 100% right I also don't understand, and maybe you can speak a little bit more about that, because I really don't understand how how a place I haven't grown up in or I haven't I wasn't born in can feel so much more comforting and so much more like maybe home I don't know than this. I was quite ashamed to say that to other people. I said, yeah, Scotland's my home, because I mean, not really, but it feels I no I know it's weird. Yeah, I think on the one hand, you've got a physical place where you've grown up and you've experienced it for what, you know, the majority of your life. So Nuremberg has been home for that. You've had, you've got memories here, you've got family and friends here, like you've experienced it. But I don't think that that physical place and, you know, I'm I'm prefacing this by saying that I've had what I think is extremely lucky um, upbringing and home life. There's just gonna be a scoot in the background. This is real life recording, guys. Um, there's I've had an ex- extremely privileged upbringing where I've been surrounded by a loving family. I've had amazing friends. I've had a really good sort of experience through that. You have to say maybe where you. Got so I grew up. up yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Should always <laughs> add context. Um, so I grew up in North Bedfordshire, um, which is about an hour and a half north of London. Super countryside. You know, very kind of flat, open, expansive, like typical British countryside. <laughs> oh, I need to say English well, that countryside. that sounds amazing. Because I'm with a Scot, so I'm going to say English countryside. Because <laughs> Scottish countryside is very different, which is, we're going to get onto that in a bit. Um, but yeah, so for me, I kind of felt like I had those experiences and those options of where I was to like really enjoy mm-hmm. that. So I think those memories have kind of, over time, have, have created that um, sort of consolidated that sense of what home is and where home is. And your roots. And my roots, exactly, because I think, like, I'll lead on to your point. I feel like roots and, like, you know, it is that same thing as a tree, right? Like, you need to feel rooted to something to sort of really have that presence. Yeah. And that whole idea of we come from that place and therefore we, we should always be able to go back to it. Right now, you know, my parents are, are living by themselves, but they're, they still live in our family home. So for mm. me, when I go back there, and on those very rare occasions that me and my two brothers are there with my parents, it does turn into like, right, that's your family, like you're all together, yeah. so therefore you've got that feeling. And I feel like then that's the sense of place and the feeling come together. But what you're talking about in terms of, you know, maybe having Inverness is like more of a um, a spiritual home. And I think that's a very different thing because we as individuals, yes, we grow up in one place or we we grow up in multiple places depending on who you are, but we grow up somewhere that is not necessarily in our control and we, we, you know, we're sort of developing ourselves as individuals, but we aren't always in control of where we're going and what we're yeah. doing because we're not adults at that point. 
Yeah. Whereas when you get to the stage now where you are, you've done a lot of work on yourself. You spent a lot of time getting to know who is Emily. And I think you now know a lot more maybe what your values are, what your yeah. passions are, where you feel most alive. And maybe that is why you've now created in your late 20s, you've created a sense of home to somewhere that you haven't lived. Because actually when you're there, it makes you feel more like yourself. We could basically finish the episode right here. Because <laughs> yes, I agree. Um, that's probably stating the obvious in that sense of like, hey, I mean, you yeah, just made yeah. it yourself. But... And it's also, I'm just curious. Whenever I went to Scotland or England, but basically in UK, I got an idea of how my life could look like or how my personal happiness could look like or feel like. And I mean, we should never compare things or feelings, but... I mean, that's what we do. We're humans. So, yeah, I basically compare this happiness here and compare it to how I feel whenever I'm over there. And I'm just... I feel like I've developed my personality. I've done all the work, as you said, here in Germany. And now I want to know what the other half of myself looks like. And I don't even know what that could be or how it could feel. or But it just feels like I've been missing something for 28 years. Yeah. And I don't know what it's going to look like. And I don't know about you, but even even little things, like for me, it's iron brew and crunchies and stuff like that. They just You're like... just being a stereotype, Ralph. There's no <laughs> way. The iron brew thing, for everyone listening at home, please explain iron brew. Because it might be that there's not a big portion of people. It is the best Scottish drink on this planet ever. <laughs> it's really orange. <laughs> it's really orange. When I was little, you were not able to get that in England, I think. At least that's what my dad told me. Definitely couldn't get it in Germany. So whenever we were in Scotland, we would bring, like, these huge bottles of, like, two litres or something to Germany. <laughs> um, yeah, I love that. Yeah, so these little things, they just do something to me. They just remind me of that feeling of home or roots or whatever. And it can be photos, it can be... Or when I'm on the train and someone's speaking English, UK English, and especially Scottish English, honestly, my heart's racing. and I just feel so warm and fuzzy and like, oh my God, I want to speak to them. Yeah, it's just amazing. I don't know if anyone gets that feeling. It's just weird as fuck. Do you feel like you connect stronger to your Scottish half than your German half? Then? Right now? Yes, 100%. I would say 90% of my friends right now English speaking even here in Nuremberg and that wasn't the case half a year ago and I feel like I get drawn to something that tells me okay now it's time for Scottish Emily um, to see what she is like yeah but I feel like you're it's it's going back to that point like you you know yourself to like you know where you think or what you think you'd be doing where like you'd be happy and you've kind of got a sense of a place that could make you that. And obviously, it's not just like, oh, I feel at home when I'm in this country because yeah. it was a cool place to experience for a holiday. It's actually because it's part of who you are. Yeah. Your dad is Scottish. You know, you've got those roots. You've, you've experienced that place. You've got those... Connections. Connections. Like, yeah. Even, yeah, even if it's Iron Brew, like, that's yeah. still a connection. Yeah. It's something that makes you feel like yeah. yourself. Emotional. Yeah, it, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, those things have a power to bring us back somewhere. Exactly, sure. yeah. How do you feel about having those roots in England and then living here? And I think you've lived in other places as well, right? I mean, that's far, not far away from home, but it's far away from home. 
Yeah, I guess we're not we're not the same, me and you, in the sense that I don't have those split nationalities. So, like, my both my parents are, are from England, um, grew up there, kind of, that's been, that's my one, like, nation that I can, you know, claim yeah. and kind of go back to. So, I think in that sense, it's, yeah, it's, it's different. But I, um, yeah, once I finished university, I, I studied in Liverpool, um, and then I went down south to London to work. So I lived in London, which is, again, like, that's a pretty multicultural, big, busy city. Yeah. So you do tend to meet a lot of different people, and that kind of opens you up a bit. Um, I felt, I don't know how you, like, feel about this, because in London, when one of the biggest cities, I felt like I was small, but I, I needed to, I was kind of almost being invisible in the sense that I could see where I was. I, was, I felt like, somehow felt like this cog in a big wheel that was like mm-hmm. motion turning, the, mm-hmm. the underground's always going, there's always people walking in the street, it's always busy, there's always something to do. And I didn't really feel like I had any room to grow there in, in terms of I couldn't see, like for me, the career, it was always like, going to London was always linked to my career and my career was marketing. Yeah. So I always felt like, right, well, I, what I'm gonna do is I'm, I'm enjoying my job now, but I've been here for a few years and I feel like my next step is to do a similar job in another marketing agency in the same city. And then I ended up looking at that and maybe I was thinking ahead and thinking like, I don't see where I'm going to grow and move in this place. I feel like I need to get out Mm -hmm. to like maybe move away from something so big in order to find who I am in the world. You know, I was there when I was 22 to 27. Mm. So I've kind of got, it's a different part of my life when I was really, didn't vulnerable, know myself yeah as well. very vulnerable didn't know myself so well yeah. very much like socially um uh kind of shy and kind of needed like needed to find my place needed to find my people in those years when you've just finished university you don't know your place in the world yet you don't know who your people are and all these things that now I can sit here a few years later saying like oh I think I know a lot more about this now I can look back on it in hindsight and we can you know i Sometimes we look back at ourselves and cringe, but I always think it's a good thing to look back and be like, oh my God, I can't believe I was like that. But in those years in London, I now looking back at it, I really feel like the problem was I didn't have that sense of purpose in what I was doing. And I didn't have that sense of who am I and what am I, what's my impact in the world going to be? And they're like very big, you know, human things that we want to know what our purpose is. And, you know, in a lucky position where the job that I'm, the, the job that I'm doing now, I feel like I have, as far as I can, like an opportunity to Aww. try and change things in, in a way that I feel like is a, is a good way to approach, yeah. you know, life. So that version of me that's sitting in now is very different to that London version. But the, the big sort of, going back to the topic of the conversation on home, I don't know that that makes Nuremberg more home than London was. Like, I, they're very different experiences and having moved to the, you know, having lived in them both, they feel very different and they feel like part, but they feel like chapters. They feel like mm-hmm. chapters in my life. Yeah. So that's why I go back to when do I, where do I feel most at home is in the comfort zone that is at my parents' house yeah. in the sleepy countryside in North yeah. Bedfordshire, which is where <laughs> I feel like I can just switch off and I don't need to be anyone yeah. else. Like I can be myself. And maybe that is because, you know, it's the nat- most natural thing in the world to feel comfortable in that environment but I feel lucky that I can say that that is an environment that I feel comfortable in. I'm not saying that home and a comfort zone are the same thing. I don't, I don't necessarily think they are. But, but for you, maybe it could be the same. It doesn't yeah. have to be that for everyone. Though. I think it's leading on to that, though, because that isn't going to be forever. I'm not, there's, you know, say my parents sell the house or say 
you know, yeah. like right now it's a happy place to come back to because I've got good memories there. That's it. That's where I've been mm-hmm. experiencing most of my, you know, childhood, the, the, the like bulk of my childhood. But where I think we need to figure this out is like, how do we as individuals that are only living our own lives, how do we create that sense of home for ourselves when we don't have the, that thing to go back to? Can you imagine that Nuremberg could be your home at some point? Or do you feel like it's it really is a chapter and you might go back to the UK or you might go yeah. anywhere else and make that your home and stay there for the rest of your life? Anywhere else, just not home. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that Nuremberg to me, like you said, I, my my friends here all speak English, obviously, otherwise I, I would really struggle. Um, I'm very lucky that I, yeah, I've got a very international friend group, um, but they all speak English, which is very kind of them and very talented of them, <laughs> um, including yourself. <laughs> so, yeah, I think for, for, for now, that is, that's fine. And I, where I am now, I, like, I get the feeling that I have what I need and I can do what I need to do and I have this kind of platform and, and whatever, but it doesn't, I don't have like a sense of permanency towards, is permanency a word? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, okay, sweet. Yeah, Just going to fact so. check that later. Um, it certainly is in German, so okay, cool. it must be in English. It's very uh, similar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that sense here. I feel like it, and I think that's connected to my job because the way that it works um, at work is that a lot of people come and go because of the way that it's a, it's yeah. a revolving door. Like It's a very big company. It's one of those places where you know, it, does, it, it, it churns out a lot of people because yeah. of the nature of it a lot of people move to Nuremberg to work rather than they're in Nuremberg and they're from Nuremberg and they're always going to stay here. So I think that lends itself to, I kind of know that I'm going to move like sooner or later. And have you got an idea where that could be? I don't, it's not a specific place, but I kind of, I'm trying to build a sense of where I would like to go, like what things I would be looking Mm -hmm. for, like close community of friends, trails so I can go and run and, and escape on, um, you know like a, a feeling of being close to the ocean or water like something yeah. like that would be nice because I my mum is actually from um, a coastal town in the UK from Southampton and so she's kind of that we've got that residual connection to the ocean and it's a lot of people like have that but um, definitely the water is quite calming to me yeah, but same. in my recent like since so I would always say like the coast and water and like that's been calming that's been really homely since moving here and since being in Bavaria I've actually like loved exploring the mountains i've never had mountains growing up yeah that's it's... always the question right do you want mountains or sea <laughs> i do do both <laughs> where is <laughs> that both but... if anyone knows of that place that exists please please uh, reply to us <laughs> let us know where is this magical place yeah because of the very like that it's cool here like i love it in terms of three hours drive to the mountains mm. being able to escape and be in nature and all that stuff you get and i think that's cool as well so i think i would know the physical things that would make me happy in a place um, but it it kind of goes beyond that. I think it kind of goes to back to an earlier point that I was kind of trying to make, but maybe I got a bit lost in the woods. Is um, are we out of the woods? Yeah, I was trying to make that reference, but it's kind of yeah. I knew I did it for you. I knew you were going to pick it up. <laughs> this is why I have a co-host. Um, yeah, it's kind of that sense of you as a person need to create that feeling, or they need to create that create that place for yourself in terms of right me in this place doing what I'm doing, experiencing what I'm experiencing, I feel most connected to my sense of meaning, my mm. sense of purpose, whatever you want to call it, and growing like myself and, and growing people around me. Yeah. Like it's more that 
sense of this is my mission in life and I can do it from here, you know? And is that connected to a place? Or does it need to be? Like, can it be? Because, you know, people are nomadic, right? Like, there's yeah, people... Yeah, I think that's different for everyone. For me, it's definitely connected. I feel like I can only grow in a place where um, I would maybe call home. I think that's why I feel stuck here now, because I feel like I've done all the growing and all that and I need to take the next step, and that would be UK, probably. Um, and grow more for me that's definitely connected to a place um yeah. is home uh, like a feeling or a thought no but a feeling or a place yeah i it's interesting what you say because you need you need to feel at home in order to use that as a platform to go and be your best self essentially yeah. so you're someone that needs to be rooted and i think honestly i, yeah. think, I do think i need that I, I think i need that that base that sort of those roots and exactly. you kind of want to be that tree that yeah. we're talking about where you have those roots and you know that you're stirred and you can you can build this um you can build this life for yourself from here so yeah i do think that taking yourself as you know saying like you've done the work you know a bit more about who you are and then going on to find that place like maybe now moving back to london Maybe more now I'd be better equipped to do it because of who I am. Let's do it next year. Let's do it next year. Just we're going to move to London and we're going to start a podcast from there. <laughs> uh, please sponsor us because otherwise we won't be able to afford it. <laughs> exactly. Fuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, but the feeling of not feeling at home here has been going on for quite a while and I didn't realise it. I just ignored it. And um, so I have this little flat that I moved in two years ago and I absolutely love it. It's amazing. I made it my place. When I moved in, I didn't even know what colour I want a kitchen to be in. I have no idea because I don't know what I like. Because I've only lived with other people. So this little flat was my biggest step in growing and getting to know myself and making my own decisions. And it really became my comfort zone that I could always come back to. And since maybe um, a couple of months, I'd say... Whenever I come home, it feels cold. You can put the heating on, but it's still cold. Mm. That's how I feel when I get home, back to my flat. I don't feel right there anymore. I feel like uh, taking the next step is long overdue. Do you think for you that then home is a place you can outgrow? And it has to change. It has to evolve. Wow, maybe. But just thinking, like, we leave our parents' house, right? We have to, like, you, yeah. as a kid, you grow up and at some point... And we all outgrow it as well. Yeah, right? and so Definitely. I'm talking I'm talking a lot about, yeah, going back to my parents' comfort and, and it is home. Like, I, I would always use the word home for it. Mm-hmm. Um, my mum gets very sad when I say I'm going home when I mean I'm back to Germany. <laughs> so it's like the same, it's that thing of, yeah, well, this is always your home and it yeah. is always my home, but yeah. where we do carry our home with us, like, we, we are we can define it and redefine it and redefine it again. Say I started, you know, had a family or something, that new house and that new city and that new place for those new people, that yeah. would also be home. So it's never going to be but, one place. But is it going to be the same? I'm just thinking about my dad because he moved to Germany from Scotland, got together with my mum and then I was there. But Scotland will forever be his home. Mm. Or both. Yeah. I think there's a few different layers to it as well because yeah. your sense of yourself and your identity is wrapped up in different layers. So your dad is Scottish. 
he's from Inverness. He's like, his 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 career might have defined him. Like, there's there's various different layers that you can use to say, right, this is my identity and this is yeah. what I'm about. So then it's always going to be, for me, being English, England is always going to be home. There's nothing that can take that away because it's yeah. kind of who I am. Yeah. It's up to me to define under that next layer around what's, right. where do I feel at home? Who are my people? Where are the, my people? I've got people that I've met here that I'm, are going to be my friends for life because of how deep the connections are that we've Aww. made in three years. That was deep. Wasn't it? That, that was, was very sweet. deep. Oh. Wow. I want to give you a hug now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save the hug for after. Okay. Um, yeah, that was, that's, that's something that I can always hold on to. And they've moved away, so they're not here. Ah, I see. They're, well, some of them, are, they yeah. are still here. Some of them are still here. Yeah. Um, I haven't Some of them away. have moved, some of them. <laughs> and I think that's what I was saying I know about work. Because those friendships are through work, those people are here or they're moving or they're thinking about moving and it, it can be quite disorientating for you. For yes, me as an exactly. Because I'm like, wait, but we've just, yeah. we just made this amazing friendship. Now you want to go. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah don't go but that's not that's obviously people live their own lives people need to go and explore their own and i need to do the same thing and you need to do the same thing it might be that for you it's london yeah. it might be for you it's in Venice. like maybe you settle in Venice. like who knows what's going to happen but yeah. we have to take that identity of i'm i'm english i'm i'm scottish i'm german whatever and that's who i'm always going to be and i'm going to take that with me wherever i go and wherever i go that i create home it sort of you know has the same feeling i feel like i want to cry <laughs> I don't really want to make you cry. <laughs> I'm close. Um, so, sorry. <laughs> sorry, no. I just I am emotional today. <laughs> Would you not say that people can be home? A hundred percent, I think they can be home. But what I'm saying, like the people yeah. that it's who you're with, because I I live by myself. I've lived by myself for a while, and therefore I've had to make sure that I'm I'm, your, a, I'm at home your by own myself. Home. Yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. You have to give yourself that. Otherwise, like no one's coming to save you. I don't believe. That sounds like a song lyric. I feel like that's a Taylor Swift lyric. <laughs> Taylor, is this you? <laughs> hey Siri. <laughs> Maybe you got a point there um, when you said you have to make yourself okay and feel at home by yourself. Because I think maybe I've not been able to do that lately. And maybe that's why I feel so lost, kind of, but not having a home at the moment, at least. I mean, it's always just a phase and always... It will always pass, that's fine. But maybe that's something as well. Yeah, yeah. Deep. Deep. Deep shit. <laughs> Deep shit. <laughs> I don't know why. I get... I'm very... It gets emotional. It does. Yeah. I didn't know it would. I mean, it's pretty fundamental. Like, you want to be... I think if someone says to you, where's home? It's going to conjure up a lot of feelings, whichever your answer is going to be. And it also... So I've been questioning myself. I've been... Because I was not born in Scotland, I've been kind of gaslighting myself having those feelings. Um, because, for example, people approach me and ask me about my name, because it's not German, obviously. And they'd be, yeah, where are you from? And said, oh, I'm half Scottish. And then they would ask me if I was born there. My answer would be yes. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> my answer would be no. And they said, ah, yeah, well, then, kind of... Oh, then you're not allowed to have those feelings. Then you're not allowed yeah. to call it home. Then you're not allowed to miss it. That reaction really got into my head and into my feelings and I kind of um, adapted it and just like kept gaslighting myself. Oh, you're not allowed to have that connection or feel that connection or feel like you're missing something. And it's just lately that I've really been 
trying to accept or that I'm allowing myself to feel that. Yeah. You think that everyone needs a sense of belonging. Like everyone wants to feel like they've got somewhere they can go and they're going to get that greeting yeah. and yeah. from whoever. So yeah. if people are telling you that you don't have that in the place that you feel like <laughs> is home, that's that's not really nice. Like that's not, I don't feel yeah, like. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Because no one should be able to take that away from you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And even if you're not from that country, you're allowed to feel home at a different place. I've got friends who feel at home in Italy. They've got no connection to Italy. And they still feel at home there. And they're allowed to feel that way. Yeah, I think I don't think anyone has the right to tell you where your home is and isn't. Yeah. I think there's this this could go into this whole topic around like yeah. immigration and how the, yeah. how how do we deal with board, like board, living in a borderless society. Like for me I think it's such a it's such a mad concept that we have these borders where we're like, if you go from here to here, yeah. you're not home anymore. You're yeah. more where I am. Huh, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> that's mean. That's mean. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a whole other thing, immigration policy. We're not going to get to that. But no. like that, 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 just generally, like I think your point around, you know, I want to be from Italy, so that's what I'm going to call my, my home. Yeah. Um, and the Italians are like... Yeah, but know. can I get back to that immigration thing? Yeah, yeah, sure. Just the, I think there comes a lot of, maybe not my generation, but definitely the generations that um, have literally moved places or had to move places, whatever the reasons were. But there's a lot of, I might even call it trauma in the whole family and... I'm very much convinced that children take over family trauma and carry on them for themselves. And like my dad moving here and that whole process of missing something every day, you take that with you, you take that trauma with you, you take that feeling of not belonging where you are, um, maybe not speaking the language, maybe not having the same culture, the children will just take that from their parents and just carry it themselves. And I think that could be why I feel so torn and why I feel so weirdly around this. Um, and which is why I cannot explain because I haven't really experienced anything on it. But family trauma is a real thing. And family trauma has a big impact on children and generations, even after the first generation who moved somewhere or immigrated somewhere. I don't want to compare it to someone who has to flee from a country because of war or anything. That's definitely not comparable. I'm not saying that. But there is definitely a thing about immigration and not feeling at home, but having to live somewhere. And then the question of what, where, am I, where am I home at or where do I feel at home and the whole thing. That's just a, I think it's a bigger thing than just asking someone, oh, wait, where's home? Is it Nuremberg or not? Like, yeah, as you said at the beginning, it's not as simple. It's always that thing, isn't it, where it's the same thing we asked last week about loneliness. On the face of it, you can say, oh, easy. It's never easy. It's never an easy thing. Like, when we have it's to never. actually start to unpack those things, like, yeah. it does, it can go in many different directions. And I think it's important, like, for me and you're the same, like, we're both of that 
I'm going to say we're in the same generation. We've got a couple of years apart. <laughs> well, we definitely are. Of course we are. I'm Come on. <laughs> um, we're, we've had that ability, like you said, to move around and to have that sense of freedom and maybe opportunities that our parents didn't have. Yeah. And I think maybe that has made that question of where is home and what is home more one that we have to consider because for our parents, maybe that hasn't been the case. We're like, home is here because I've been here forever. You know, like that. Right. It's just that reality is different. Um, but I think as long as we're asking ourselves that question, as long as we know where we're most comfortable and when we come most alive and, and we can kind of define that situations to people to places. And don't and ignore that, that feeling as well. No, I, I agree. Like, like don't question it. Just accept that it's there. And you don't, I don't always think you have to, I mean, I certainly haven't got a clear answer. I don't think you have to have a clear answer. Yeah. And I don't think that question is to stress anyone out. You know, if, if I say to you, where is home? You're like, oh good one let me think about that yeah. I don't think you not knowing or that having an answer to that question means you don't have a sense of home or you don't have a home it's not like that at all so very good Andy <laughs> very good yourself I'm sorry I was so emotional today I, um, this is a very heavy topic for me kind of, I didn't know it was that hey never apologise for showing emotion I know don't worry about it <laughs> right shall we we do the cheers alright oh dear Cheers to feeling your feelings. Cheers. Oh, lovely. That was a nice sound. This always makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> On that happy note, we'll speak to you all soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>